0: But I really, to my to my very core, believe that if you are lucky enough to uncover and figure out what you want to do, um, and you can figure out a way of it fueling your passion as well as your bank account, if you can figure out that intersection, I mean, it's the kind of thing, I, I, you know, I'm working and planning to do this for the rest of my days as, as long as I can. I don't look forward to a time where I'm not working.
1: Retirement. That's what we're all aiming at, right? But exactly what does that mean? It conjures up visions of endless days of golf, drinks with little umbrellas in them on a tropical beach, feet up reading a book. Is that what it's all about? I don't think so. Life would get pretty dull after a while without anything meaningful to do, don't you think? I'm Jackie Deset, and I'm on a mission to discover exactly what life is like beyond retirement. Join me while I chat with people who've already done it, who've retired to something rather than from something. Let's find out together exactly what's waiting for us when we say goodbye to that nine to five. Everybody. Welcome to another episode of Beyond Retirement. Today, I'm really excited to have Diana Place with me. Diana is the founder of Third Act Quest, and her goal is to reframe aging for individuals all around in the workplace and in our culture. And She helps to guide people to reimagine the decades ahead of them to create Third Act lives of joy, meaning, and purpose. She also coaches uh, corporate executives through times of transition to reinvent their lives in their 50s and beyond and thank you so much for joining me today, Diana.
0: Oh, it's my pleasure. I'm really happy to be here with you, Jackie. I We met a little bit ago, and it's it's really nice to connect, and thank you for having me. I'm just, I'm so thrilled that you've got a whole business that revolves
1: around the same theme that my podcast um, is meant to have, you know, the idea that that old age isn't really an age anymore. It's, you know, what was old for our grandparents is now like middle age for us. And and we're not meant to be retiring from life. We're retiring to something. And that that's the whole goal of this show is to try to share that with people. So let's talk a little bit about what you call the third act. What um, What's involved in that for you?
0: Well, to me, I don't want to get anyone caught up in the idea that life does have three distinct phases. In fact, that is something I want to make sure that I don't convey with the name of my business, Third Act Quest. To me, it's symbolically just um, like in a play, there's a third act where the hero has gone through all of these different learnings and quests and, and arrives at a place of, of understanding and clarity about what's important to them and we play it out through the, the third act. So. For me, I'm, you know, in 2018, I had three really life rocking events that um, lined up perfectly to be an awakening or um, an aha moment for me. You know, most of my life I had spent doing what I was supposed to do. You know, I worked really hard. I believed what Gail Sheehy and everybody in the psychology world said was. But the distinct life passages I had, I was leading my linear sort of um, building, escalating my career, having a family. I was, I was leading that life for most of my life. Um, there were little glimmers every once in a while where I'd say like, wait, what is this? What am I doing? This isn't me. This is I'm not really fulfilling my heart's desire with my work. You know, what am I doing? And so I'd jump off.
1: <laughs> for a few
0: years and then I'd find myself back in that sort of belief that I had to follow this linear plan so um, I found myself through, uh, in 2018 with um, uh, a cancer diagnosis that stopped me in my tracks it, um, it actually caused the closing of a business I'd been working like crazy on for four years as an entrepreneur. And then I was also facing an empty nest around the corner. So all of that really, really stopped me. And I spent a lot of time over that year and the year the next year thinking about my life. But you know, and and here we are, I, you know, they say a lot of lot of our passions come from those things that we um, care about most and those things that we need most. So basically Third Act Quest was born out of my own personal quest to really discover what my life was supposed to be about and what my purpose was so that as I looked forward, I could blend my, um, I could use my inner passion to serve and support people um, as a fuel um, for my business. And so Third Act Quest was born, and here we are today. I've um, enjoyed every step of the way, and I'm learning and uncovering um, different different aspects of people and how people approach this part of their lives. Um, so I'm happy to be here to share what my experiences and, and learnings are. Oh, that's wonderful.
1: And yeah, it's funny you say everyone or not everyone, but many people think that that is the way life goes. You, you know, you grow up, you go to school, you get married, you have a family, you have a job, and then you finish. You have that, you know, 2.3 kids and the little white picket fence, and and everybody's happy, and that's the way life goes. But life never works out that way, or very rarely does it work out that way without some little hills and valleys. Um,
0: Absolutely. You know, we say, our, our, You know, I, I'm, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but I was very moved by a recent book that I read um, by a gentleman named Bruce Filer called Life is in the Transitions, and I highly recommend it. Um, it's it's really about how to master change throughout any part of your life. And so after his non-research-based, but about 250 interviews, he he really has, his premise is that we all experience across our lives a certain number of what he calls life quakes. I call them lightning strike moments. They are crises, they are challenges. Hello, 2020, we've all had a very collective challenge in the pandemic, but throughout each of the stories and these lifequakes these or these moments can, or I also think positively as your inspirational aha moments, like, oh man, this is what I'm supposed to be doing, can happen when you're 12, when you're 50, when you're 70. It doesn't really matter. But what really comes down to it is you go through so many transitions in your life. And if you, if you look back, you can see, and as I say, if you've been on this planet for over 50 years, you know that the time you lost that job yeah it was a struggle it was emotionally painful and and maybe financially painful for quite a while but in most cases it it did some there was some personal reckoning you did that landed you in a better place or in something that was more in line with your heart maybe not making more money but more in line with your heart so um so it's it's an exciting time it's an exciting time
1: so, what do you do to help people? Um, I know you you help them find their hows and their whys for their life. How do you help them find the meaning in their in their life?
0: So, there are a number of things that I, a number of approaches that I take. I have um, both group and individual coaching programs, and I sort of customize. I do customize based on the people that are in a particular group the groups are usually you know 12 to 15 people Um, and the individual coaching of course is much more individualized but i have a number of tools and processes that i've developed or that i've sort of pulled from different programs i've been a part of you know there are all sorts of really wonderful personal development programs that many of us have done either through our work or through other personal ventures. So, I've sort of put together a, a framework that start is, really goes in four stages. The first is to, you know, have—I yeah, hate the word assessment—but it really is just sort of a level set of understanding where you are. You know, what is it that um, you know? Um, I think you were a part of my limiting beliefs workshop recently. What are the limiting beliefs that are inside of you that were given to you when you were very young that are still ruling? Um, you know, many you've been able to push aside, but they're still ruling your, all your decisions that you make and are holding you back. So we do that. We then do some really profound um, visioning uh, process where we I break up your life into twelve. Chunks, you know, your personal life is in, in a number of chunks relationships, um, your work or other passion, passion, adventure, um, and then your spiritual, psychological, and then the fun sections, which are really your dreams and, and, um, and, and adventure desires and things like that. So we break it up into to those 12 different chunks and we go through the process of understanding your ideal vision for that part of your life. And then importantly, we for each of them, why? Wow. Because if you don't have a you know profound emotional why, you'll never pursue things. So we really try to get down to the why and then we come up with some what, some ideas and ways you might do that. And then um, I go through another period. Of, of, the third part is to really taking all of that discovery we do into a really fun process of brainstorming and putting together plans I don't call them a plan it's not a life plan not a business plan it is a series of plan potential prototypes almost that um can start your imagination going and can start you putting some um milestones and goals in place so in the end they end up with you know a one-year plan and a five-year plan Um, with the promise that they'll always be really always connecting with themselves and morphing it and tweaking it along the way. We all learned from <laughs> from the pandemic. If you had a small business or you had a job or you just have anything in life, it really caused us um, to stop and need to pivot and change. So we need to do that with our lives. Even if it's not a pandemic, we need to always adjust and, and not, you know, not just think that there's this one particular goal. We have to be willing to shift. So, so what? I hope that was clear. It was. I hope that was
1: clear. That, that's, that's really good, actually. actually. That's That lays it out quite, quite clearly. If you go back just for a sec, you talk about having a really deep emotional why. What do you do for people who have never really thought about that? They've never really had anything deep or profound that they've thought about? They've gone through their lives, they've done that little linear progression, but now they're at a point where, you know, life is just sort of there.
0: Usually in that case, there are some pretty early discovered reasons for that in, in the process we go through. Um, you know, in some cases, I think one-on-one coaching is more valuable for, um, for some people who may be a little bit more Um, closed from wanting to explore there it's maybe a little painful maybe it's maybe it's something they've tried before and they failed and they just don't want to go through it again maybe they're constantly comparing themselves to others and don't feel you know they still have this lack of confidence but the group programs are amazing because you'll have a group of 10 to 12, maybe 15 people who really, really are there for each other. So I'm there moderating and coaching and I've got the framework going, but it's amazing how people open up. I have I had women, at, at actually my first retreat was an in-person retreat before the pandemic. And I had um, women writing me notes and calling me after for weeks saying, you do not know. How much this totally changed my life. I'd never realized how much the fact that, um, you know, I was always different from my brothers and sisters led me to just be a conformist. I never understood that I could have more than just. Um, The set way of living, you know, that, you know, I had chosen to jump off of my career for a while to raise children. And I just had it in my head that that was going to be my life and that I'd have to just, you know, get some golf clubs and plan to retire um, with my husband. That, you know, I didn't think about all those bubbling up little passions I've had all these years. And that now that I had an empty nest, I could now go pursue either an entrepreneurial venture or a nonprofit uh, service kind of venture. So it's, I don't, I haven't encountered a person that didn't open up to that. I encountered plenty who would say, and that's why I say most people at this, you know, in their fifties and sixties, they've been going, going, going on adrenaline and they'll get to a point where maybe they start to see this, date where they know they're going to be retiring from a job, or they see the children off and no longer needing them as a parent um, in that way. And all of a sudden, they freeze. And instead of saying, whoo, clean slate, they're afraid because it's so unknown and uncertain. So every, uh, most people have that, you know, most people they have something somewhere. Yeah. And yeah. you literally say it's almost like the old fashioned cartoon where they have a little thought <laughs> bubble and goes, oh, my God, what's next? You know, it's like no clue. So it's a universal fear that they won't figure out what their why is. Right. But,
1: but everybody it, has,
0: everything with, you know, it's there in all of us, you know, and some of it's surprising and exciting, I think.
1: So you've got a lot of different uh, different programs. You've got the the group coaching and the private coaching that you talked about. Um, that's part of your your Living Forward program. Is that yes? And yes. and it's also available if you want to do it on your own independently. Is that right?
0: Yes, that's one of the benefits for me as a business person. When the when the pandemic hit, I had I never wanted. To be one of those online courses. I'm just like, you know, they're really good, but I always wanted human contact. You know, if I was going to support someone or guide someone, I I felt like it had to have that, whether it's on Zoom or in person, it had to be. However, I had a number of people say either um, the timing didn't work for them to fit into one of our group sessions or economically speaking, individual coaching is a bit more um, expensive or costly. So it's a very affordable way. And because of the power of video, I'm able to record things um, that feel personal. Um, So yeah, so I do have an autumn, sort of an independent study, I call it, that people can pick up um, and do on their own, at their own pace. Um, that's another thing that the group course is a six-week program and we have weekly calls some people are too busy for that yeah. or they feel they're too busy or it's maybe not the right time so the automated sort of independent study option is there
1: and you've also got um, what you call the talking circles I've seen the emails about it I haven't managed to be there on a, on a Tuesday night yet but.
0: Can you tell a little bit about those? Yeah, well, I, well, that was born out of the the pandemic first made me aware that I, I love to gather people together and connect about ideas, um, share um, ways that people handle things. And um, so I started it right in the middle of the pandemic. I started having these Zoom gatherings and just people drop in. They're not, they're not, they don't cost anything. They're just really, you know, as I say, one day it will be five people that will show up, one day there'll be 50 people that will show up. So um, then in September, I'm not sure if you were able to attend, I held an event called the Gifts of Your Third Act, which was a four-night Zoom series where I pulled in, I think I had like 20 experts, you know, talking about aging, talking about resilience, talking about intergenerational communication. It's a really, really fun event. So it really got me excited about using Zoom more. So I have a first and third Tuesdays at 7.30 Eastern um, uh, gathering for an hour. And each month, so each two calls in the month has a different theme. Um, Tonight, um, which I know this will be airing later, but the December, theme is transition. So we're all in such a transition phase right now and um, leading into 2021. So, um, So that is something I love. And I will tell you one of the things in the hopper for me that I'm extremely excited about, and I can imagine that some of your guests could be Really interesting um, parts of, and you certainly could be a very interesting part of. Um, I want to do a thing called Third Act Stories, um, which it will be a virtual storytelling event. Um, people living really interesting, you know, they don't have to be, you know, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, that kind of <laughs> importance, you know, but they're leading really interesting, creative, inventive, but really heartfelt um, Third Acts. And I want to do that um, virtually, and eventually I want to have these gatherings again in person. So that's that's in the hopper. Oh,
1: that sounds in really interesting. That, yeah, that'll be a oh, lot of fun.
0: I think so. Yeah, we have to stay in touch on that. Yeah, definitely.
1: So, where can people find you if they want to um, get in touch with you about the uh, the Tuesday night calls or about your programs? Ooh.
0: Well, there are a couple of things. I have a website, um, Third Act quest.com.
1: Okay.
0: And my email is Diana at thirdactquest.com. But I also, one of the things on my website, there's a place that you can sign up and register for what is what amounts to at most, I think about a weekly um, email that I send out. It's um, one part inspiration and, and then there are announcements like things like the talking circle schedule and give people the Zoom links. Um, the other thing that I am I've decided to do because it's when you work with someone, or when you imagine that you might want to hire or work with a coach to help you through a life transition to help me, you and know, in my case, the people that are interested in exploring their third act. Um, it's really hard unless you know someone or you feel comfortable with someone, um, to really. Uh, jump and say, oh, I'm going to sign up for this program or I'm going to hire this. So I've started to offer um, discovery calls, I call them, where they're complimentary, 30 to 45 minutes. It's the equivalent of a a coaching call. So they get to know me. I get to know them. We get to know where their life is heading at the moment and what challenges they're facing and what they're thinking Um, and see for a fit. So I offer those um, and people can, I have a little link on my website that people can actually go and just schedule that call themselves.
1: And then they can see if, if they really feel like you know getting involved in that right now.
0: Absolutely. I mean, the last thing I want to do is have someone sign up for one of my online programs and get into it and say, eh, this isn't for me or, you know, or you know i will readily say that all people don't necessarily speak up and, in their style of communicating or relating so i think this is this is just like you know it's like a taste test um <laughs> yeah then. that's
1: perfect i'll make sure that all of those uh, the links and and everything is on the show notes so that people can find you i've
0: uh, i really appreciate
1: really that. enjoyed I chatting with you I, I think third act quest even if it's not specifically a third act is a wonderful idea (laughs) and I think that everyone needs to start thinking about that
0: well please let me know Jackie if I can ever be of any assistance to you I love what you're doing with your podcast and I'd love to um and plan to share that on my website as well so lovely thanks
1: so much for being with me Diana I really enjoyed it
0: I did too Jackie have a beautiful
1: day And that's it for this episode of Beyond Retirement. Thank you so much for hanging out with me. I hope you enjoyed it. Are you ready to start rocking your retirement? Head on over to www.beyondretirement.ca forward slash rocking it and sign up to plan out your own roadmap for retirement. Don't wait till it's too late.